0: It's a dark and a stormy night. You're walking down a lonely road. Suddenly, you get to the end. There's a fork in the road. To your left is the last house. To your right, Crystal Lake Camp. What do you do?
1: Let me out. Hi, <laughs> there's far...
0: There's too far, and there's us, a tad too far. I am a guest hosting this podcast. My name is Brandon. Hello.
2: To my left is Taj. Say hello. Hey. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, say hello. hello. It is Dietrich. Say hello.
1: Hello. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Welcome to a tattoo Um, As you can tell, I'm a guest and I have no idea what I'm doing. Uh, anyway, today we're going to be discussing something today. <laughs> it is, it is, uh, we're taking a character from a horror film, and then replacing that character in a different horror film. Right? right. Did I that right? Okay. We did. Yep. I did. Yeah. All right. Perfect. <laughs> awesome. All right. So, here we go. So, my idea was I was going to take the original Frankenstein film directed by James Whale, mm-hmm. and I was going to replace the character of Henry Frankenstein and replace him with a character from a film many, many, many decades later. And this was also another doctor, Dr. Herbert West from Reanimator. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm, oh, Yes. Yeah. I yeah. mean, essentially, in a way, Herbert West is Dr. Frankenstein, yeah. but a variation of the character. But I want to see <laughs> Frankenstein, the original black and white film, look like Reanimator, but just in black and white. Wow. Like, I want it to be over the top, gory, instead of Electrocuting or like raising the dead body up into the sky with electricity, we have that green ooze just like in Reanimator. And in mm-hmm. fact, it would work perfect in the original Frankenstein where the whole movie is black and white, but anytime you see that green ooze, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, so yeah, oh, I, I, happen. I don't want like I don't want the whole stitching dead bodies together or. Finding a dead body and then putting it on a slab and raising it up into the sky. No, I just want them to, like, inject them with that serum and uh, and mayhem ensues. That's what I want. (laughs) So, Dr. Herbert West replacing Dr. Frankenstein in Frankenstein.
2: So, would you still have Igor? Uh, yeah, I think you could still do Igor, but Igor wasn't
0: actually in the original Frankenstein. That was actually Fritz, and uh, that was played by Dwight Fry. Igor didn't oh, actually God. show up to in a Frankenstein film until the third one, Son of Frankenstein, played by Bela Lugosi. So oh, okay. um, we could go down that rabbit hole of <laughs> horror history if you want. Uh, but... Um, yeah, I mean, Re-Animator Re- is a film that I love. I've seen so many times. Of course, I've seen Frankenstein many, many times, too. Um, but I just, I love the role that uh, Jeffrey Cohns plays in Reanimator. Like, I love Herbert West. Uh, Herbert West has some of the greatest lines in, in horror cinema, in my opinion. And uh, he'd bring a, a, a great mini- maniacal... Uh, Delight and macabre sense of humor to the original Frankenstein. Okay, so yeah, uh-huh. that, that was my pick. I know it's a little, little kind of a deep cut if people haven't seen Reanimator. Uh, we all know the role <laughs> of Frankenstein, Dr. Frankenstein,
2: right? For sure, yeah. I like it a lot. Yeah, so
1: definitely. So, not. but
2: would you so would you still have it like where it grows like? Where it's still the zombie type plague, I mean, because that's kind of Reanimator, right? Because once yeah, yeah, I mean, they, I mean, they, I mean the dead bodies, other...
0: dead bodies would reanimate just like they do in Reanimator, but it'd be in a Frankenstein film. Like, I think they, the the townsfolk and the villagers have more reason to grab their pitchforks and torches and go after Doctor Frankenstein if he was just like Herbert West. Because, like, in Frankenstein, it's like, you know, it's a slow-moving dead body who didn't really do anything. But, you know, if it was, like, the animator, he goes after everyone. Those creatures. (laughs) So.
2: Frankenstein killed the poor little girl.
0: Depends on which version you've seen. And because that scene was also edited heavily uh, in our original time. Yeah. But it's implied. It's implied. I know it's implied that he, yeah. What's, what's one little girl in the village compared to all the
2: villagers? <laughs> That's true. No. That's true. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Taj, you got a, you got one. so I got one. So, all right, the the movie I picked to change uh, is it does seem weird. Is going to be uh, Paranormal Activity. So that's the movie I want to change. Okay, because okay. um, it's it's an okay movie. It's one of those found footage movies, you know, where they have videotape everything and you know you see stuff happening and it's like supposed to be a scary ghost and then what makes it worse is like three or four movies into the franchise you find out it's because she's she said bloody mary in the mirror three times right and you're like really you know because the first movie leaves it unexplained like why all this stuff is happening okay so but for my uh adding a monster, a different horror character, horror movie character into uh, Paranormal uh, Activity, you kind of got to change the location just a a twee bit. A twee bit. Um, So the character that I'm putting in there is I'm replacing the non-existent ghost that you can't see for basically a ghost you can see. (laughs) I'm putting Candyman (laughs) in Paranormal Activity. (laughs) So I mean, I, you know, I understand that Candyman still had the, the same kind of like Bloody Mary thing where you have to say it three times in the mirror. But what I would think would be kind of cooler is if you made the the house they live in is kind of like a newly re neighborhood and how, like, Candyman is like the spirit of the past neighborhood coming to, like, get them to leave because he's not happy a- about the gentrification of the neighborhood. Wow. What do you think? <laughs> I'm just saying, because that would be, that'd be like, you know, they just moved in, then they like kind of see stuff and then, you know, they're trying to record stuff and they're like, you know, I see a dark shadow, but I can't tell what, what's going on, you know. So it, it'd be, you would have to figure out how to play that, like with the found footage, whether you would actually see him or not or, or whatnot. But I think it'd be, it, that's it my concept of it.
0: Then yeah. it wouldn't be a possession film. It wouldn't be a haunting because the- Candyman doesn't haunt. Not in that sense.
2: <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't possess. No. No, but it'd be cool to see Candyman like You know, that part where they're sleeping in the bed and like it grabs one of them out of the bed, drags them down the hall. Like, You see Candyman just come in, grab one of them, drag him out of the bed, drag him down the hall. You're like, holy shit, what the hell's going on?
0: But then it it wouldn't be called paranormal activity. It would just be Candyman.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Candyman activity. There we go.
2: Candyman activity, sure, but it wouldn't be paranormal activity. (laughs) Why not? They're both ghosts. I think normal activity, ghosts. Candyman, I don't think is not
0: a ghost in that sense. I mean, is Jason Voorhees a ghost?
2: (laughs) Um, I'm just, I I don't know. It's pretty a ghost. (laughs) Really, just say I don't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you go see Candyman in the mirror for us? Yeah. and let us know if you get haunted or if you just fact, get haunted
1: so, matter of fact switch it up say him and Bloody Mary at the same time and see what happens <laughs> yeah you see, if they you can, sometimes
0: you're supposed to in the mirror you wouldn't be haunted Taj you would be dead <laughs> like, immediately <laughs> you wouldn't have the luxury of being paired Paranormal by anyone? Paran, what's word I'm looking for? Yeah, paranormal. (laughs) Paranormal.
1: You got (laughs) paranormal. Dang. You hear about Tosh? Yeah, what happened? No, but let's go ahead. Yeah, he got paranormal, bro. What?
0: He got he got slaughtered by Candyman. (laughs) What? Taj and Elvis had two things in common. They both were died in the bathroom. All the time. <laughs> well, Taj died the same way. No, he got killed by Candyman.
1: Damn. What, what's the name again? Candy. You know. Never mind. <laughs> okay, that's a cool one. That's a cool. know
0: the, the concept is is good. I just like I, yeah, Candyman and like. And that yeah, I can see it. But I
1: don't know about yeah. it. he's not haunting. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, so I kind of tried to get a little bit serious with it, but not so much. Um, okay. I took a movie that I, I saw that I actually liked for him for I don't have no reason idea, but I think the concept of it was nice. Um it's about this town up in northern Alaska. Uh, borough alaska where you know every time once in a few years or so they go through 30 days of darkness where the sun does not come out at all and there is a um like a sheriff in this town where the sheriff actually um comes into play and, and come to find out where people just aren't what they seem uh, that are coming out of the woodwork from that, that actual town and turn out to be, you know, blood sucking individuals, um, who, who ravaged the town because there's no sunlight. We're going to keep them at bay. And what I'm talking about is 30 days of night. Um, 30 days of night was, I don't know. I'm not the best explainer when it comes to, uh, giving a vivid detail of the actual movie because I actually want people to go out and see it for themselves. If they haven't already seen it like i said the movie may not have been the best when it comes to the cinematography but the idea of it really captured like what how, what would you do if you're in a town in the middle of nowhere alaska and you're surrounded by vampires or vampiric individuals um that you know if they were to bite you or if they decided to turn you they could turn you into one of them that would be a crazy type situation, right? So the sheriff who was there, or the one that was the makeshift sheriff, the deputy, uh was Josh Thurman. I believe that's his name. Josh Norman or Josh Thurman? Carnett. Carnett, there we go. Josh Barnett. Barnett. Um I was gonna replace his character with the character of a of a similar trait, but from a whole different time frame. I was gonna replace him with Lewis. who's played by Brad Pitt from Interview with a Vampire. All right. And I him like that because, I mean, Brad Pitt is a a bicentennial, centennial, bicentennial vampire who is, is basically living amongst the living and trying to stay out of sight. Right. So what better way to stay out of sight than in a town that nobody really goes to or nobody really knows about? He goes there to try to live out his life. He's not trying to um, harm anybody. He's not trying to be around anybody, so to speak. He's just trying to be himself. Now, what if these other vampiric individuals come out to ravage the town, not knowing that they're going up against something That may be a little bit more advanced than they are and not knowing how to deal with that. Like what happens when you have two two styles of vampires go against each other?
2: You get (laughs) vampired (laughs) the (laughs) masquerade on (laughs) the (laughs) box.
1: I've always wondered how that would work if you took two different styles or types of species and put them in the same uh area together, you know, who would actually come out on top? How would how would the law of nature apply in this situation? You know, would it be the ones that 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 are, are there in groups um that would actually attack the individual or would it be the individual who's of a higher calling um that, that may be able to surpass them strength wise How would that actually work?
2: I gotcha. Cool. I like it. Yeah. i do kind of like that new person in town type of thing like you know finally i can relax and then it's like what the hell there's our people here
1: (laughs) so that's when i thought i was out they pulled me right back in has he been there for a while
2: or
0: did he just show up for the 30 days
1: Oh no, he's been there for a while and he's been there for a while he works the night shift um patrolling the town and 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 of sticks to himself, doesn't really talk to many people, except he goes into the diner that's open. Um, you know, in order to get a cup of Joe or, or something to try to make it seem like he's normal, even though you can clearly tell that the, the, the air and, and the surroundings doesn't do anything for his skin because he's pale as hell. But, you know, it, it, it works for the situation. And he's got this dark aura about him. So of course the women are going to be intrigued by him by any way, shape, form or fashion, but. You know, he just wants to be to himself. He, he wants to um, separate himself from the world is what he knew it, which is essentially what he was doing in that movie of Interview with a Vampire. Um, he, he told his story of how he came to be, how he was, was formed, how, you know, he lived his life through the centuries of what he was going through and how he went through it. And, you know, he just wanted to, to, to be himself and I have to worry about becoming this monster that everybody was trying to make him out to be.
0: Okay. You know who was also an in interview with the vampire? Going back to the last episode? Uh-huh. Christian Slater.
1: Yes, he was. He was the interviewer. <laughs> <laughs> Six degrees of Christian Slater. <laughs>
2: You're not going to let me leave it down, huh?
0: (laughs) No, not at all. (laughs) I I can totally see that. Vampire against vampire.
2: Yeah. One plus, you can totally see that scene where it's like, if he's in the diner and then they come in attacking, he's like, here, grab this. And, you know, they grab like salt or garlic or something and they kill one of the vampires and then they're like, how did you know that? He's like, uh... Lucky guess. <laughs> you know, him trying to, to hide how he knows how to kill them, you know, while still telling him how to kill the other vampires. So.
0: Well, it's, it's definitely an interesting vampire to have go up against the brutal vampires because I really feel like the comic book, maybe I've read this, the comic book, which the movie is based on, was sort of a response to how Anne Rice and those type of vampires have romanticized them and made them sympathetic, and 30 Days a Night is like like a antithesis of that, because these are just animals. These are just brutal beasts who don't care, have no feelings whatsoever. To have them go up against a Victorian vampire, the Anne Rice type vampire, is definitely making a statement as well against you know, 30 days a night in that version. So,
1: yeah, yeah I've always I've always like, been interested in subspecies and, and and how they would interact with their with their greater greater foe. Right. I, I could not see them getting along or coexisting in a situation. I would see the, the Victorian style or the greater type of vampire um, taking a higher stance against you like you're beneath me. You're, you're not on my level. You can't do what I do. Why should I respect you as such? Whereas the primitive time or the lesser vampire doesn't care about your role, doesn't care about your status and what you think you are. You think you're better than me. And yet still, I will try to kill you to prove a point that you're not.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: There's, I, got a, I can't. Book, a comic book I highly recommend you read if you haven't yet already. Uh, American Vampire. Strongly recommend that. I think you might really dig it because there's different type of vampires and these different kind of vampires go up against
1: each other in parts. Nice. I like to read.
0: And a new (laughs) version of vampire, the American vampire.
1: The American vampire. That's kind of scary within itself.
0: Well, the American vampire is a vampire that's evolved that can actually walk in the sunlight and doesn't die by the same... Uh, curses that other vampires die from.
1: Like a yeah, blade type character. Yeah,
0: Blade would not do very well against an American vampire. Nice. Okay. Now now I'm interested. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 First, you know, what do you say? Um <laughs> uh, uh, I forgot that line from 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 Django that Leonardo DiCaprio said, first you have my interest, now you have my attention. So that
0: yeah, I, I know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, I hate that I haven't had a chance to just watch it and catch up on movies. You would think during this whole time frame that's all you'd be able to do is just catch up on on good movies and and get good movie quotes, even if the movie itself wasn't good. The quotes itself like make the movie and be able yeah. to catch up on. Dang it! Right. Okay, so shout out oh. to American Vampire. Uh, we're doing free sponsorship. Uh, you know, Talk to us. <laughs> yeah, I'll,
0: I I'm a huge fan. Uh, uh, it's a great comic, and they're they're currently doing a, a new American Vampire series right now. So, I strongly recommend you read it. And it was uh, co-created by um, Stephen King and Scott Snyder and uh, Raphael Albuquerque. I think's his name, but don't quote me on that. That's the artist. Uh,
1: uh, okay. Yeah, cool. I have to check that out.
2: Yeah., yeah. good <laughs> Learn something new every day, people. Oh, yeah. right. So yeah. any uh, other, as mentioned horror movie or characters you thought of doing?
0: Well, like I was kind of joking, I think maybe with you Taj, a little bit, like I was kind of trying to picture like Leatherface and, and uh, Jason Voorhees' role. right yeah in in the woods you know like he's very quiet and stealthy but like if leatherface is chasing you with a chainsaw like he wouldn't be able to come from behind and just like stab you
2: you would hear that a mile away in the woods well no the example we were saying is like you know how they always go in the bedroom when it's dark and then he just jumps out of the the shadows in the bedroom and be like leatherface face but jump out the shadow and be like try and rev up the lawnmower and be like, rrr, rrr, rrr. <laughs> like uh, i think i'll leave now there's somebody there, there's somebody there. <laughs> i hear this sound it's nothing
0: it's just a no it sounds like a chainsaw
1: <laughs> Why don't we go to the car? Are you crazy? Hey, let's go in that shed <laughs> with all the tools.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't think Leatherface would uh, would do very well in uh, the Friday Thirteenth franchise.
2: Yeah,
1: I hear you. Probably not. So, yeah, <laughs> probably. So. Okay. okay, Okay. I couldn't think of the movie. Um, oh, my God. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I was going to put Chucky in the puppeteer. <laughs> the puppeteer or Puppet Master? Oh, puppet, puppet Master. There we go. Puppet Master. Puppet Master? Okay. <laughs> yes. That, that would be. That okay. would bring a lot of satire to that film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh yeah, that that would be kind of kind of kind of funny to see how that would work and operate. Yeah, I would bring Chucky to Puppet Master.
2: So would you uh, still have all the other smaller puppets or would you just have like rather than the smaller puppets just one Chucky there instead?
1: No, I would I would still have the smaller puppets. Um and I would still have the basis of the storyline. Only Chucky would be a uh, a I would say, a smidge smaller version of himself, but still be Chucky. And whereas the other ones would, um, you know, be alive, but somewhat lacking in mobility, he would be all over the place and, and run amok and then possibly have them all going up against each other. But not for sure. Uh-
2: Okay, I gotcha. I like it. You can have, can
0: you can have Chucky that. just be Annabelle from the Annabelle <laughs> movie and the Conjuring films.
1: See, that was that was, yeah, um,
0: yeah. To have Annabelle screw the poop. Annabelle right. comes home. It'll be Chucky comes
1: home. You'd be too busy trying to screw Annabelle. Like, okay. She doesn't say much. That's that's why I like her. You know, even though she's a conduit for 1,500 other different demons and evil spirits and ghosts, you know, he he can pick and choose which one he actually liked, which. Oh, man, that's crazy. Mm. Uh, oh. mm. <laughs> so, so, that, so would that make her for the streets? <laughs> <laughs> I just thought about that. Would she be like community property because she's a conduit and all the, all the ghosts and demons <laughs> run through her? So, <laughs> never mind. Let it go.
2: <laughs> I'm going off. All right. You. Sorry that's fine alright well this has been um, a tad far you can find this on Facebook Instagram and Twitter and on our website tadtoofar.com that's T-A-D-T-O-F-A-R dot com um, we're part of the Sue Empire Podcast Network please subscribe and listen to all past and future episodes bye
1: I like to read you <laughs> <Ditto. laughs> know